Are you tired of the blind leading the blind? Are you ready to escape the 9 to 5 grind and build a life that truly makes you happy? Are you ready to build generational wealth for you and your family? If any of this sounds like you, then breathe easy because you are exactly where you need to be right now. A wise man once said, when the student is ready, the teacher shall appear. So have faith in what I said and follow the path. My name is Khadija LaShawn, and I am the Black guidance counselor that my community needs. I'm a strategic investor and CEO. I make money in my sleep, and I teach others how to do the same. I share my knowledge, talents, and resources with others. So if you're in need of that motivation or courage to start following your own path, look no further. My intention is to share as much value with you all as possible and to show you that there are many different paths to happiness and many different paths to wealth. You just have to find the one that's right for you. Welcome to the first episode of the Black Creator Podcast. My name is Khadija Lashan, also known as your Black Guidance Counselor. I'm here solely to guide you to the resources that you need. So if you came across this video, you're most likely looking into spirituality, you're looking into book writing, you're looking into starting your own business possibly. So I'm very grateful to welcome my special guest. Her name is Ebony, also known as Meek Diva. She is also known as the Borderline Vegan, and she is an author, a published author, an educator, and a luxury nail manicurist, along with a whole bunch of other things. So welcome, 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 Ebony. How are you doing today? Thank you. I'm feeling amazing. Thank you so much. And that was a beautiful intro. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Um, I kind of wanted to jump straight into it. And like, I want to start off with an icebreaker just to make things a little fun and um, get to know you a little bit more for anybody who is first time seeing you. So are you ready? Okay. I love icebreakers. Yes. Love them. Awesome. So what are three words that you would use to describe yourself? Three words that I would use to describe myself would be loyal, protected, and um, divine. Okay. Okay. Now to turn that around, what are three words that other people would use to describe you? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Three words other people would probably use to describe me would be weird, mysterious, and um pretty (laughs) that's good I mean weird is okay though I mean I'm okay with being called weird I mean I feel like I am weird and I I own it so yeah right (laughs) when you think of one of your happiest moments in life where were you and what were you doing Oh, oh my gosh let me see one of my happiest moments Wow. There's so many of them. I think one of my happiest moments was um, when I was going to FedEx to pick up my books. When I got home and I realized that I had missed the FedEx man and I was going to pick them up. 
that was like a feeling of yeah okay, like an accomplished feeling yeah like they here they here yes 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 <laughs> that's I, one of my happiest moments for that's sure good. that's good and I'm proud of you for publishing your books I know that I've been watching the videos and I know it's like out of order when I watch them but like it's like one you'll be like oh I'm publishing my books or they're published now you know like so it's like it's great to see that right and um yeah. I actually did read one of your books I read angels everywhere and um, that was definitely eye-opening for me as far as like different numbers and like because I know the videos it kind of goes hand in hand but it was like more expanded as far as what the specific number means and like when it's heightened this is what it means and I really just appreciate you providing that guidance because it's it's, it's very confusing sometimes with it with the numbers it's it's a lot of messages you know it can be overwhelming yes yes right. very very much so. very much overwhelming right and I guess I want to before we even get into that if you could describe yourself you know and you could say like not even just your accomplishments but like who you are as a person who are you to this world I am definitely a lover. I am really in tune. I am loyal. I'm an angel because I'm always like going to do something like you, no matter what the exterior may look like, the hard exterior, like I'm always going to be the one to bless somebody. So I, I definitely consider myself an angel, earth angel, um, a teacher. And educator I love the, the young ones you know I'm just uh I'm really soft-hearted and emotional you know what I'm saying so I that. yeah I'm just a you know I'm really just a lover like You're I'm just a lover, a lover. yeah I'm a lover all across the board for sure I yeah. got you and how how would you say that that have you always been a lover like how did no. that change? I got love stuck tattooed on my arm right here when I really? was in college. What? Oh. Broken hearts tattooed on me, being stoned back together. So I know that. Um, and there is still some, I don't know, some stuff I'm working through. Like, I'm not this perfect person, but I know that I've grown because I understand that love really is like the highest vibration. And even though I can't always be there all the time, I just really make a conscious effort to just try to stay in that energy. You know what I'm saying? Because we always gonna be tested, but I always try to just, you know, stay in a love vibe and just be like, is that loving? Is that is that a nice thing to do? You know what I'm saying? Do I feel yeah. comfortable? Yeah, it kind of goes into the whole do onto others as you want done on yourself. Absolutely, because you know? it will definitely come back. That energy comes back, so I always want to put out that love energy, no matter what they give to me. I try to be in control of what I give out. Absolutely, that always. makes complete sense. Okay, mm -hmm. so would you say that there's been a time where you kind of you saw the the product of the love that you were given? Yes, my whole life. Yes. Expression of love. Because what I've learned, especially like in my personal journey, is that the love may not always be returned from the, the source that you gave it to. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So that's why I try to work on, on what I give out as opposed to responding to what happens to me. Because even though I may have done something very loving to you and you stabbed me in my back or hurt me or did whatever to me, 
you may not return that love, but it may be 10 people lined up from the divine to send me that love because it's always going to come back magnified. Yes. So yes, my entire life has been just expressions of love and miracles. And that's why I'm always like, it ain't worth it to me to be out of line. It ain't worth the revenge and all that stuff is not worth it to me. Um, as opposed to, you know, just operating at a, a little higher space. That Absolutely. makes sense. That's a question. Yeah. Cause yeah, my entire life is like that. I got you. I mean, that's good to see that though, to have, to speak from your life, you know, like when you, maybe when you weren't being as loving, it wasn't returned as much either. You know, maybe it's like the change had to happen. Right. And it has to start from within. I got back what I was giving out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? No matter, okay, it was justified in my right. It was justified, but still you're keeping that cycle. Yeah. I'm not to break the cycle. So when you break the cycle, then you're like, Ooh, okay. Well, I met three more lovers after this. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? As opposed to trying to be mean to you for another four years. Like I let that go and gave you love. And now look at all these people trying to court me. Exactly. And so like, yeah. It's like, you yeah. can't worry about the past. You can't worry mm-hmm. about all the, I got you. You got to move forward, right? Move forward, lead a path in the past. Yeah, yeah, I got you there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, let's let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about your books, okay? So yeah. you you published three books, okay? Yeah. Talk me through the process of the idea to the writing to the publishing. You don't have to go into severe detail about everything, but just talk me through how your creative process went with that. Okay, well, this is an evidence of divine intervention, an evidence of love Mm -hmm. um, being returned back to me because I didn't, this isn't something that, it wasn't traditional, first of all. It was a result of my spiritual awakening, like how I got into everything. Like my books came before no my books came after I fell and cut my face that's everything was around that incident okay Mm -hmm. it was like a spiritual awakening and I was kind of humble like I say all the time it's easier for you to humble yourself than to have God humble you because it's like he know all your fears all your everything like it's gonna be perfect for you so that situation for me was very humbling and um, like an awakening and that's when I started seeing angel numbers and all of that so I just kind of sat down I've always been a writer no matter what like I always carry a journal with me and I'm writing things down mm-hmm. but um I didn't, and I knew I wanted to write books. I knew I wanted to be an author just because I stay in the library. You know, I like reading books. Like, that's just like, oh, I want to write a book one day. And I wrote an affirmation card. Like, just, you know, write your book one day. It'll change your life. I think I seen it on Instagram and I wrote it down. Like, oh, that makes sense. Write your book today. Yeah, somebody posted, write your book today. It'll change your life. And I wrote it down Mm -hmm. in my handwriting, put it on my wall. And so I didn't know what the books, what my books would be about. But after I had when I was healing my face, I just kind of went in this hermit mode. I didn't want to be around anybody, you know, like I was just trying to, my focus was on healing. And a lot of that was um, solitude, research, journaling, watching documentaries and all that stuff. And then one day I was just like, just type all your stuff, all these, all these journal notes up. And mm-hmm. that's what I did. I typed all my journal notes up and I realized like a whole bunch of, and at that time I was heavily 
heavily involved in the church, like going to Bible study every week, going to church every like, and always taking notes. So I had a lot of spiritual church notes. I had a lot of affirmations. I had a, um, I was seeing a whole bunch of angel numbers. So every time I would see those, I would start um, journaling what it means, you know, whatever mm-hmm. messages were coming to me. So all of those, all of my books are basically my journal notes. Okay. When I when I typed it up, it was like maybe two or three days for me to type them all up, and I was like, dang. Then I went back and I um, highlighted some, like anything about angel numbers was in blue, and anything about healing my face was in green, mm-hmm. and then any like positive affirmation about changing my energy was like in a different color. And I was like, dang, I really got three looks. And then from there, <laughs> I just typed them up. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So with the typing them up. Before that, like inspiration happened, what were you doing? Like, I know you said you were researching and everything, but were you fasting? Were you, were you like connected to your source in a specific way or? Um, not as much then, not at that time. I was kind of, I was doing like the Daniel fast at church. I would fast like maybe once a year, Mm -hmm. um, but I was really concerned with getting my physical body right. You know what I'm saying? I had changed my diet. Um, I was doing like vision boards and things like that, but I really wasn't um, as connected. You know, I didn't know. You yeah. Know what I'm it's like it was a process. Yeah, it was, it was definitely a process. Um, so I'm trying to think that I fast for my first. No, I know I did a fast before I actually printed the books mm-hmm. before I wrote them no I didn't I wasn't uh, like fasting for those books I was just really like trying to heal and it was just like unfolding I was going through a lot of personal stuff too so like yeah I get that I completely understand mm-hmm. do you ever feel well okay I have two follow-up questions to what you said um one is like do you ever feel like you have too many ideas or like too many ideas are coming to you at the same time and you're like trying to sift through to figure out your next step you know all the time all the time time. one of my most common prayers is uh, for the next step Mm -hmm. like I got so many I got so much going on yeah I just feel overwhelmed and don't get shit done and it's like that doesn't help either you know at all like not at all Mm -hmm. not at all yeah I do have a lot of ideas yeah and it's like every idea will be like a great one you know it's like oh it's like what do I want to focus on right now mm -hmm. yeah I hear that and then um the other follow-up question I had to that is because you were like I mean I don't know you still consider yourself Christian no I don't no I just wonder like is that conflicting for you like being spiritual and being christian like is it no because i i'm clear i know for a fact that i cannot be considered a christian or fit in a box that's why i say i'm weird even though i go to church every sunday but Mm -hmm. i don't but i will you know what i'm saying like if i wanted to every time i go to church i get a message i will never be disrespectful to the church or anybody religion but my personal experience and the only Point of view I can speak from is my own mm-hmm. but from my personal experience and I remember like I said I was heavily in a church but one day I had a question after bible study I'm in bible study at like 30 years old you get what I'm saying so yeah. um you, you were serious so, about it yeah, exactly so I had a question 
And I don't even want to get into what the question was, but he just kept pointing at the Bible. He was like, because the Bible said, I was like, yeah, but how do we know? And he was, he just looked at me and he was like, sis, you're not a believer. Well, you're not a believer then, sister. And it clicked. And I was like, damn, maybe I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, maybe that's not really, your belief. Yeah, maybe I don't believe that. And it's okay. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's okay. Because I know people from all walks of life and all different beliefs. Mm-hmm. So it's okay if we don't believe that it's called this or this person died this day. Like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And I really felt free after that. You get That's what I'm saying? Like, I really felt free after that. Like, dang, and my parents were not happy about that at all. I believe it. I believe <laughs> it. not happy at all about that. But I really felt like, damn, I don't have to say that. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I don't have to say that if I really don't believe that. And the way I live my life... They would not believe, you know what I'm saying? They wouldn't, numerology, like, that. people call me witches and stuff. You get what I'm saying? Like, so, and I know my truth. So there's no way I could fully say that I'm a Christian when I know there's some scriptures in the Bible that kind of denounce what I believe in, too, from my mm-hmm. personal experience, if that makes any sense. Yeah. We don't mm-hmm. have to get too much into the Bible either. I don't want to offend anybody. Okay. Because yeah. I can't speak on nothing I know nothing about. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I know a little bit about, but you know, not. I'm not. I'm not well versed enough to 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 do that. You know, and a lot of people who judge aren't either. I think it's important though that you were able to accept yourself, like your true self. You know, because right. a lot of times we hold we're held back by like, oh, I was taught this way. I was this is this is how I was raised to believe. You know, and that switch. You know. It can be, like you said, empowering because you no longer feel like, oh, I have to believe this because I'm going to get in trouble or because this, you know, like you can choose what you want to believe. Absolutely. It's very powerful. You can choose what you want to believe. Absolutely. I want to ask you, how do you, how do you remain consistent with the ups and downs of a spiritual journey? How do you stay on track with your business? How do you, how, what kind of things do you put in place to stay organized and to stay on track with where you're going? I'm not always on track. <laughs> I understand. I'm not. So like that right there is humbling. Mm-hmm. It, uh, it helps you gain more humility and just, you know, know that you got to figure it out. Like you have to, you got to figure it out. Like there's no shortcut. It ain't no, like there's no cheat code, none of that stuff, no loopholes. It's a couple along the way, but the long way really is a shortcut. So yeah. um, the only way to really stay consistent is to be consistent. And I write it every day on my affirmation uh, board. I show up and I'm consistent. When I show up, I get paid. That's a very powerful affirmation for me. I show up and I'm consistent. When I show up, I get paid. Mm-hmm. But I don't always show up. <laughs> and I'm not always consistent, but I try my best to be. Absolutely. And I try not to have any hold on to any feelings of guilt when I when I don't. Yeah, that's that's what I was getting at too. Cause it's like there can be that feeling of guilt when you when you feel like you don't know where you're going or you don't know exactly what the next step is. You know, like it can be a pressure there too. Cause it's like, if this is the choice you're making to follow this journey, it's like, okay, 
where am I going? You know, like what's right, next? I'm trusting you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trusting y'all. Like, come right. on, show me where I'm going. <laughs> right, right, right. So, um, romantics a little bit. Have you encountered your twin flame, or have you encountered someone who you think is your your twin flame, or you know, have you had any experience there? I'm just wondering. See, that, look, that ain't nothing but God. Muting the mic. Jordan. <laughs> 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 I got off. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to be completely honest. Some people that I think are, they weren't. So right now, I'm just like, um, I feel, I don't think so. But I kind of do, but I don't you know. I hear. Like, I don't know. Like I'm not really. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm just lovers are my weakness. Put it like that. Mm-hmm. That's the only bullet in my angels everywhere book that I got folded. Choose your friend. My your challenge is to choose your friends and your lovers carefully. Mm-hmm. Like that's my thing. Like, I just I don't know. I don't be knowing because I love hard all the time. So I'm yeah. just like there's a roomy quote that says you have to keep breaking your heart until it opens. And I really feel like that's just me summed up. Like I just always love hard. And a lot of time when I look back, it's like <coughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. I understand. No. So it's, now it's hard out here because it's like also when you're on a journey where you're educating yourself and you're like pursuing a specific path, you know, your partner or whoever you're with may not be on that same path with you you know they may be on a completely different path which but can cause I, conflict but what i can say is every lover that i had has been an upgrade so what i've learned about my romantic journey is let them go i don't try to hold on to nothing that don't need to be kept mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like because every time i really release them i got a better lover better uh, you know but wasn't quite the one, but was a little better than the last time. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, I'm trusting my journey. <laughs> that's good. That's really good. Yeah, right, right, right. So that's important too. Yeah it's, not, me, yeah, it's helping me to detach a little more easily and cut cords a little more quickly than trying to hold on and go through that hemp, be on that hamster wheel. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because I can't love so hurt or have you uncomfortable, you know? Mm-hmm. Nah. it should be a perfect for you like perfect. right absolutely I get that I wanted to talk about uh okay so I'm not putting you out there okay I'm just asking you know because I ask but uh I know that you went to Colorado Denver Colorado <laughs> and uh so I just wanted to ask you know do you feel like <laughs> tree? <laughs> Do you feel like trees that are earthly, you know, do you feel like those sever your connection with your source or do they enhance your connection? Um, me personally, I can't say, I don't know if it, I don't know if it strengthens you or it weakens you because it's my altering, whether it comes from the earth or not. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It's my altering. And anybody that's truly, truly connected, you don't need anything. 
You know what I'm saying? To connect to your source. That's the highest. Like to me, that's like I sit and I and I be I try not to compare or um I try not to put people on pedestals like that. Cause I'll be thinking like, I want to do deep pot get high. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to do that. Like they may not smoke, but they may take it in a form of a tincture or they may take it. You get what I'm saying? Like yeah. everyone has their vices. So I try not to, I try not to put a stigma on it or, or make it kind of good or bad because I think that anything you do too much of, like I'm not really a drinker. I don't drink. You know what I'm saying? But they may have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. And I may do something else. So I try to just, that's why I practice non-judgment, no matter what it is, because we all got our own little thing. Yeah. And no matter what, any, anything you cannot fast from, you are a slave to. So you, I don't really, I ain't really going to say, no, I don't really think it connects you to your source because I think that connection, you never lose it. You get what I'm saying? Once you you're connected. Yeah, I mean, we all are. So, like, once you wake up, you can't go back to sleep. You can't, you know, you can't lose your connection. You can mm-hmm. kind of weaken it, but I don't think you can lose it. So, I don't, no, no, no. Okay, I did all that to say, no, I don't think it strengthens your connection. No, because <laughs> no, I think it'll take a strong, noble man to be like, you know, I'm coming to you empty. I don't need anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I, also, I feel like, you know, if you do it, you do it. Yeah, I the non judgment part that's that's important. That yeah, that that's part. I got yeah. you. Okay. But to show up as your highest self, but let me ask you this to show up as your highest self, do you think that would be your highest self showing up in that state? No, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. right, right. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. I hear that. Yeah, so right. okay, so with that, how do you choose to connect to your source? How, how do you? keep that connection strong how do you how do you feel connected like what I, kind of I, things do you do I fast regularly like every few months mm-hmm. um I definitely meditate daily journaling um listening to Abraham I feel like I'm really connected when I listen to Abraham it just um powerful speakers that I wish to emulate are those that I'm connected to all of those things connect me to my source like being out in nature you know what I'm saying walking up and down the beach I just feel like god this is amazing being and being in a park and you look up and you see the trees are so touching the clouds and you're like wow god that's the connection to your source so Mm -hmm. I'm just aware of all of the everyday connections it ain't just you know one particular thing but I do set aside time every day to be like this is just for me Mm -hmm. you know like practice the pause like this is for me okay yeah do you feel like meditation helps you like stay calm and meditation changed my life period I say that every interview every question like I know I say meditation 5 10 15 times because um you got to calm your mind period you got to keep your body, everything in, everything in this world vibrates. It's the law of vibration. Everybody talk about the law of attraction, the law of this. But literally, the law of vibration is just as important because we're all vibrating. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say I want to be at the love vibe earlier because love is the highest vibration you can have. The mm-hmm. highest. That means your thoughts are focused on love. You're not thinking about all, this other, all, all of these other distractions. You're really just thinking about a loving a high joyful place 
So I recognize all of those little connections throughout daily life, like just little stuff, like, wow, evidences of love. And I try to stay there yeah. and it works. That makes <laughs> it sense. It definitely works. It's like, yeah. I feel like you said in one video, like you, you are what you focus on or like you see what you look for. Absolutely. Right? So if you keep looking for negativity, yeah. That's, yeah. problems, that's, that's what you're going to get. Right. Yes. I'm I got you. So this goes along with your weight loss journey. Um, what kind of changes did you did you have to make to get the like to obtain the body that you want? And you can be general, you know, you don't have to be as specific. I know you have like meal guides and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Well, first things first, I was into vision boards really, really heavy. I still am, even. Yeah, I haven't made one this year, but I need to get on it. But I was in the vision boards really, really heavy. So I would cut out pictures of clothing that I wanted to wear, the frame that I wanted to look like. Um, mm -hmm. And I just started to emulate how those people would eat and how they would live their life. I started mm -hmm. working out. I was 250 pounds, but I was still getting up every morning walking. I wasn't... I changed my diet at that time. I think I just uh, I was just eating like chicken and fish. So I really I really wasn't into changing my diet like that until maybe about 2014. Then I stopped eating like meat, and then mm -hmm. I yeah it was 2014 actually because I started teaching a foods curriculum and I realized about our our food industry. So it's not so much of anti meat. It's more I'm, I'm not saying is, but I'm not so much of anti meat as I am anti-chemical. You get what I'm saying? Because all of the processed food is like really worse than the meat anyway, because your body doesn't recognize chemicals. So once I cut that out and like really was focused on plant-based foods, natural foods, and plus um, it took me back to when I did my fast with the church because it was a Daniel fast and that was only fruits and vegetables. Mm. so I'm like, okay as long as I can eat as much fruits and vegetables that worked for me because I'm a foodie I'm gonna eat and I like to eat a lot I can't do like measure out half a cup no yeah. I, can't, but I can go and just eat like the right stuff right however yeah. much of apples I want to eat or however much whatever mm -hmm. you know that worked better for me because I was a big girl and I like eating so I had to just find stuff that was okay for me to eat and my body responded to it and it worked. And then I went and got work too. <clears throat> and okay. I wait, wait, no, I started wearing waist trainers first. And then I wanted to look good outside of my waist trainer, even mm -hmm. though I look good with it on. So I went and got work done. But then I realized like I gained 20 pounds the next month after I got the work. Why? Eating pizzas and chicken. Oh, cause, yeah, because you can't. And being stressed and all that stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, and realizing that the surgery didn't make me feel good, I was still like, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Still not like that didn't work. So all of that really um, played a part. I had to do everything, like change my diet, my exercise, everything, like weight shapers. So like everything that I pretty much promote is like what I really do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I see you consistently with that sea moss. Right. And the sea moss too. Yeah. <laughs> like all of that, it works for mm -hmm. real. I believe it. I definitely do. Actually, um, it's funny you say that because like I was on my own journey like over the past year. I'm still I'm still getting there. But um, I was over I was way more than you. I was like 300 pounds, you know, so it's like I definitely get that changing to eating the right stuff because you you kind of have to like train your mind too to like 
like the right stuff because you kind of teach yourself like oh I don't like I don't like spinach I don't like broccoli I don't like and it's like like, where's that getting you you know like if you keep having those thoughts and another thing I would do too is I would look at what they were eating and what they were shopping like the people with nice bodies I'd be like dang but they ordering salads but the family that look like the clumps over there we eating cheese fries chicken tenders uh all this other stuff but so I really had to change the mental you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying and where I was shopping at going to fresh market and just paying a little more um attention to what I was doing and how I was doing it like so and all that works you had to get in and stop going through the drive-through like I'm not doing that like would would I really be going through the drive-through if I had on a halter top like no you know so and I was big like Mm -hmm. I'm literally 200 some pounds doing it but it worked because you know over time your body reflects that too absolutely yeah your body reflects it too did you did you experience any like difficulties with like switching your diet like especially once you started adding in fasting I know um like how do you incorporate fasting and eating healthy and when you finish a fast like how do you keep from going back to like the old Um, that's kind of, I'm still there. Like I'm still not a hundred percent, but what I do is I always try to get back on when I fall off. Cause I fall off all the time. Cause I like, that's why I'm a borderline vegan. Cause Mm -hmm. I can't sit and just be like, I'm a vegan. And I know I just ate a piece of cheesecake last week. Then I'm like, dang man, (laughs) you don't want to set my whole vegan timer over and be like, you know, Oh, I ate some in August. Like it, it was just too stressful for me. So I'm like, F it, man. I'm a borderline vegan. So I'm mm-hmm. like, you might catch me eating this. I don't care. But I didn't want that stigma. I just still want to do what was best for me. Like if I, my mama not making no vegan pound cake. She's putting eggs and butter and milk in it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to eat some of it. So <laughs> I'm not about to sit here and be playing with y'all. You know what I'm saying? So I just mm-hmm. had to be okay with me. And it's an ongoing journey for me. I have to I have to really sit back and think how far I was. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like I used to eat pork skins, chitlins, pig feet, you know what I'm saying? And now I'm good. Like I still eat salmon and calamari and stuff like that, but I feel like I've come so far. So I just try not to, uh, I try to, as Abraham says, get happy, then eat first instead of, you know what I'm saying? Just eating to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like you practice non-judgment with yourself too it, I have to because we are biggest critic yes yes and we are and we're not perfect at all and that's okay right that's okay right right okay um okay what are the benefits of fasting and how do you fast Fasting is like a supercharge. You got an iPhone. Okay. Fasting is like the rapid charger to get whatever it is you want to get done. Mm-hmm. Fasting is um, a surefire way to connect to your source. How you were saying, how do you connect to your source? Empty your vessel. Okay, if you of really, everything, everything, just 
You know what I'm saying? Just go to God empty. I got an affirmation that says go to God empty, which means fast. You, and another one, you can't get close to God on a full belly. You get what I'm saying? You, you full of pleasure. You good. You've been listening to what you want to listen to, humping on who you want to hump on, drinking, smoking, doing whatever, your belly full, and you like, God help me. God is like, you good. <laughs> you, you, you know what I mean? You yeah. good. You get what I'm saying? But when you really like got your back against the wall, you like, damn, everybody let me down. Now you want to talk to God. But it's like you still feel with all this other stuff. So it's like, okay, let me clear my temple. Let me clean my vessel. Let me humble myself and say, okay, I'm getting rid of everything for you, God. I'm not doing none of this stuff. I really want to hear your voice. And I promise you, you will have angels from near and far just come stuff you don't forgot about years ago months ago mm-hmm. pop up at your doorstep you know what i'm saying like all of that stuff when you'll be like wow this really works <clears throat> so i think that that is one of the most important anytime it's something that i need or i know um my energy is just light or i'm just not in the right place that's the surefire thing to do just fast and it's hard to do it is it's hard. Like if, if it was that easy, everybody would do it all the time. But it's mm-hmm. hard because we are habitual. We like what we like. We're used to what we used to. And we just don't want to. We comfortable. You get what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. you just gotta do it. And can't nobody do it for you. Yeah. Like nobody can do it for you. That's true. That's that's definitely a personal decision and yeah, nobody I'm- can do it for you. I can say uh, I I tried to fast not too long ago and um, bad experience transitioning back to normal, you know, like I feel like because I, I don't know if I was doing it properly. I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't eat anything. I basically stuck to liquids, like liquid smoothies and stuff like that. And I try to take away the sugar. Like I've been like slowly taking away things as I go but it's like I want to really figure out how to incorporate it in a way that it's not like dangerous to my body is first of all I don't see well I'm not a medical doctor so I ain't gonna say that it'll be dangerous to your body but I'm saying the whole point of fasting is to connect to your spirit. That means you relinquishing all attachment. You know that nothing is going to, nothing is going to harm me on this fast. Nothing is going to harm me on this fast. You'll be all right. Like, and then the more research you do, you'll realize people have been fasting. There are people, there are rec- recorded fast 168 days. Dick Gregory did. You know wow. what I'm saying? People that look like us. It's a lot of stuff that... <clears throat> that will kind of silence those voices. But the main thing is just do it yourself and try it out. Push it, test it and see. Test it and see. Don't let your mind talk you out of it. See how far you can go. That makes sense. That makes Mm -hmm. sense. All right. I want to switch gears a little bit. Okay. Um, Before I switch gears, let me ask you this one thing. For anybody watching who, who feels lost and feels the need to have that spiritual connection, what advice would you give them? Fast and pray. 
fast and pray? Fast. If you want a spiritual connection, if you want to connect to the spiritual, then you have to relinquish your attachment to the physical. Mm. You got to lose your job. You got to lose your lover. You got to lose your car. All that stuff you're trying to hold on to. If you really want to tune in and tap into the spiritual, you got to be willing to lose all that stuff. The stuff you're trying to hold on to. The feelings, the relationship, the the bondages that you're trying to hold on to. You cannot have your old life and your new life. It's impossible. You can't. You get what I'm saying? So you can't be like, oh, I want to be spiritual, but I still want to. No. Like, which one? I'm not saying you can't live your life, but I'm saying maybe your life may have to be on hold while you come over here and really experience spiritual. Spiritual means you can't really see it. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say whatever name you want to call it, because nobody's seen God, nobody's seen the universe, nobody's seen Jesus, nobody's seen all of these words that we say is right or this one is wrong or whatever. Like, so spiritual spirit is spirit. You cannot see it, you can only feel it. So mm -hmm. that means nobody, you have no proof. You get what I'm saying? Like, you can't be like, like, you really have to, it's, it's only you. Nobody's going to hold your hand through this process. Nobody, not your mama, your daddy, your lover. Nobody's going to hold your hand. And it's scary. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. But guess what? You'll be all right. You'll be all right. I promise you, you'll be all right. <clears throat> you just got to do it. The only thing I can tell you is jump. Like, just imagine being on a cliff and you, you either got to turn around and just or somebody just push you and just jump in there. That's all you got to do. And then when you hit the water, you like, damn, you were scared, you know, jumping down there. But once you got in the water, you like, oh, the water kind of feels good a little bit. Then you kind of swim and then you all right. Yeah. You just have to do it. It okay. ain't no in between. There's no in between. It's one or the other. There's no in between. You can't be like kind of a little bit spiritual. No. Okay. You got to put your foot in the water, baby. Jump in it. What are the benefits of sea moss and bladder wacto for anybody who, who doesn't know? So sea moss is a sea vegetable that has, it's been around forever, but it's just recently like gained a popularity like in the past 20, 30 years or whatever. Mm -hmm. However, it has like 92 minerals that our body needs. So I like to refer to it as a superfood, nature's multivitamin. Um, because it has 92 minerals that we need out of 102. Sea moss has 92, but when you add bladder, it can make up the whole 102 minerals. So um, I just take it every day, just like a, a natural multivitamin, no matter what your ailment is. I don't know who's calling, excuse me. It's okay, it take your time. Yeah. So how did you, how did you actually start providing sea moss and bladder whack gel? Um, the source actually found me right under my nose. Actually. What? That's like another evidence of love. Like I told you before. I said the source actually found me. Like it was a close friend of mine. We had a mutual friend and um, he would always go to Africa. So he was like literally like right under my nose. So once I started doing my research on like natural everything, I was like, yeah, that's what I want. Like I want to get this. And yeah. once it worked for me, I was like, yeah, tap me in. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So it worked. Like that's why I'm saying I don't have no problem letting go of nothing because I always get something better every time. So yeah. That's good. That's awesome though. 
Thank you. Isn't that like kind of like how when you publish your books and everything, like the actual publishing, it wasn't like an expected, like this is exactly how I'm going to do it. It's kind of like it happened. No, I literally flew to China to find my books. Like I wasn't, I wasn't even planning on printing my books. I was going to China to a nail convention. But when I got over there, I was like, everything is printed in China. Let me find a, a book printer. And I set that intention when I was in China, the first day I, I was there, 12 days, the first day I was like, I'm going to leave with my books printed. Like I set that intention. Like I want to leave with my books in my hand. They were just eBooks, but I said, I want them in my hand. And I went to like four different printers that trip. And the last one said they would have it before I left. And right before I got on the plane, I went there and picked up my sample copies. So Aww. I have so that's how I started making the YouTube videos. I was reading my sample copy of my book. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, was, okay I'm a, so I was reading it and then I just talked like, okay, 111. Then after I read each bullet point, I like recorded. That was mm-hmm. it. That's awesome. Right. That's really awesome. Right. Yeah, it worked. What are some um, entrepreneurship lessons that you've learned that, that other people could benefit from knowing? Um, entrepreneurship is different for everyone, but one of the main things that I've learned is never beg people to support you. Like, don't beg people to support you. Just focus on what you're doing. Focus on maximizing your craft, um, building your own foundation. Don't focus so much and don't try to sell to your friends. Mm -hmm. Don't sell to your friends and family. They're not your target market. That is something it took me some years to try to figure out and just it just had my energy all over the place where I should have just been focusing on what I was there for. But I think that entrepreneurship is definitely something you should go for if it's in you. It ain't for everybody. Everybody's not built to be a boss. Mm-hmm. We need some workers too, some good workers. So if it's not for you, it's not for you. And don't fall in love with a business. I think that's some good advice too. Don't fall in love with a business. If it's not working, it's not working. Yeah, it's move okay. on. Yeah, it's okay. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so when you, when you, when your Instagram, you started filming, you said from your sample book, you started filming your angel number videos and all that. When did you actually see like the the change happen for like growing your YouTube channel and like <clears throat> what advice would you give to someone who's looking to grow their YouTube channel like organically? Because I don't know if you use like TubeBuddy or if you use any tools or anything like that. You just Nothing. move with your spirit. Nothing. Okay. When I say my YouTube channel is so organic. Like I'm, I'm not even consistent posting on YouTube and I'm still getting checks. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so, and I have so many journals where I've done research on how to grow your channel and how to do this. Like, if you notice when I first started recording, I had black bars on the side. You can hear all kind of noise in the background. I had no lighting. I had no nothing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Only thing I had was my intuition telling me, there are no girls that look like you. Go ahead and record your videos and post them. I was on iMovie on my iPhone. I wasn't on my MacBook Final Cut Pro. Yeah. Doing all, like, I wasn't on that. I couldn't, like, nothing. Like, I didn't even know how to do nothing on YouTube. I was just recording. 
And those videos are still paying me to this day, three years later. Like I'm still there, my top earning videos. Wow. Yeah, top earning videos, like for real. Every every time I get paid, every month, and I ain't missed a check since. Mm-hmm. Every twenty first of every month, Google is depositing into my account from those old videos. So my advice would be for one to be authentic. For two, to make sure you're recording something that's going to grow with you. You get mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Don't try to hop on hop on trends. Figure out what your voice is, what you're here for, what you have to offer, and do it. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not saying because I want to got microphones and all, a bring light and all that stuff. Now, of course, I'm going to grow a little bit, but I'm not going to let lack stop me. I didn't let, you know, I don't have a backdrop. I don't have a nothing. Y'all can see my growth from sitting in my car to sitting in my old shop, to sitting in my old crib, to sitting in my mama crib, to sitting in my new crib, to sitting in my new shop. Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying? Like y'all can see all that because I wasn't trying to, for one, put on a production for you. I wanted to show you exactly who I was, but I also wanted to show you that even though you're broken, you can still be used. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you would never know. Like, but until you get to the end, where I'm like, y'all can help me. Can you help me, please? But when I was speaking from my higher self, it wasn't from like, you know, a point of lag. It was like, really like, I believe this is going to happen. You have to be um, faithful. You have to have positive intentions. And if you look back, you can see how all of those things really did manifest because I felt like God was using me. He told me to go record those videos. I wasn't, I didn't record them to get to monetize. That wasn't yeah. First of all, mm-hmm. so maybe let me ask all that out and say, make sure your intentions are pure. It was for me to share my notes with y'all. I wasn't, re- I wasn't recording for y'all. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? But I was vulnerable enough to share my notes with you. Those are my like. I still watch my videos. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I keep saying 222 girl, and I'll be like, damn. Okay, I'm still like, I'm still talking about that same program I ain't did. I'm still talking about stuff. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm literally talking to myself. Yeah. But that's good, though. That's powerful. Yeah. So that's why, like, that's why I don't, I can't say, you know, you got to post three times a week and you got to make sure you do this because I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You I need speak to from you. do that. I'm pretty sure if I was doing that, I probably, right. If I was doing that, I probably, you know, would be making way more. But I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna be consistent because I say that in all my videos. I'm gonna show it more. I'm gonna be consistent. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. But <laughs> I haven't. It's bound to happen eventually, though. It, like it got to like that's a, right. That's true. That's true. So I mean, it's it's okay. I, I think for what you did, you were consistent because you finished all the angel numbers, right? Yeah. The, the first but I'm one. still. I was supposed to do. 818717 all those and I was gonna do 711. You uh, did a lot. You okay. did a lot. You know, okay. like okay. you have done a lot. I look up any angel number nine times out of ten, you're the first three to pop okay. up. So okay. that is a That's blessing. Good. Yeah. Okay. And I recommend Thanks. it to people all the time. Like I'll be listening to your videos while I'm like driving, doing lift, and people be like, Oh my gosh, what are you listening to? And I'm like, This is well, maybe this message wasn't for you, but if you see a number, look it up. Like, because <laughs> oh, I don't, I try not to mislead people too, because I know not every message is intended for everybody. And, and it's not going to hit as hard if they don't, if they're not open to the message, you know? So, 
I forgive yourself because you have already done a lot. You okay. you've done more than enough as far as like anybody mm-hmm. thinking about starting their journey or just understanding angel numbers, you know. Okay. So I received that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so do you feel guilt about monetizing your light, like about making money off of your light? No, girl. No. no. No, 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 never. No, because God gives us talents to create our will. He gave all of us the talents to create our will. Like mm-hmm. that's what you have to find out. That's your part. That's your job to find out what your light is, what your gifts are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You should never, you should never feel guilty for um using your light to to take care of yourself. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, never. Uh, I received that message. Yeah. I think also- but I also feel like when you share your gifts, you are compensated abundantly. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So find find what you have to share. Give your free game. Share the code. You get what I'm saying? Which is what you're doing. However you do it, whatever kind of way, whether you're singing, dancing, making people laugh, whatever you whatever it is, give it away, and then you will be compensated abundantly for that you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. you can't just come out and be like look this is what i need how we know that you get what i'm saying we don't even yeah. know. you know what i'm saying like so package up a free gift do a free training do something like get them something for free you have to give to receive. share your gift you know yeah give it keep that cycle keep that energy going that's why i'm like no matter how big i get i'm always gonna make youtube videos because Y'all pouring to me. I have mm-hmm. to pour it to you. I have to do that for you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to do these because, well, I mean, I, I'm not there yet anyway to where I can be like, no, but I'm not going to, like, why not? Mm-hmm. You hear what I'm saying? You never know who, who you're going to reach. So just always try to remain humble with your light because people are watching and being inspired and all that. But no, don't ever, don't ever be ashamed of charge what you were for monetize your gift or receive mm-hmm. if somebody wanted to pour into you don't be like no receive it yeah yeah that makes sense that yeah. makes complete sense okay um all right well uh before we close things out i'm i'm pretty much through all my questions but i want to start off by saying Thank you so much for joining me with this interview. Thank you again for just being willing to share your your free game, like you say. And um, if someone were watching this interview and they wanted to get in touch with you, they wanted to work with you or just support your business, how would they do that? You can go to my website at minxdiva.com, M-I-N-X-D-I-V-A, or you can just Google it because that's my social media handle across all platforms, Minx Diva. Mm-hmm. I trademark my name, so that's my name. I so you. Um, you can find me, really, you could just Google Minx Diva and you're going to find me some kind of way. Google the borderline vegan. Mm-hmm. Um, so easy to find. It may take me a while to respond to my DMs, but um, I got an email. You can join my mailing list. That's you, You'll always stay connected to me with my mailing list. So that's on either one of my websites too. And I have a contact me uh, form. So, okay. And then um, what about your storefront? What, uh, what kind of things do you sell at Minx Diva? 
So my storefront is called Means Divas Essentials. Mm -hmm. And that is because it's really just a space for me to sell all of the things that I'm pretty much into, like waist shapers, waist beads, my sea moss. I sell it here, the raw sea moss, um, the natural soaps I use for my skin, my books, just everything that I'm into. I want to kind of expand. It's not so much... I. I'm a manicure, so I still do a few clients, even though my books are closed. So I had a space for me to service my clients, but it's just a nice little vibe for me to, to operate. And it's just something that was just divinely in my path I wasn't looking for. So I just made the best out of it too. That's a blessing though. It's so, it definitely, another evidence of love, how you said that question earlier, do I see any uh, evidences of me keeping my vibe and being loving? Another evidence of love. That's amazing. Yeah, disappoint me, but God always come through with the upgrade. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> That's important. Yeah, very important, very much so. Well, I'm hoping I see the, uh, the Minx Divas in your backdrop in some of your YouTube videos. I, I know. I, that's I love I it. Like that's, that's why I came here today because I'm like I've been I've had this since uh November. I want to say I haven't recorded a video yet in here. Matter of fact, I might record one today. You oh, should. Man. I mean, oh I I'm not. Only you know if you do. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, it's time. It's time for me to go ahead and record in here. So I'm gonna get on it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you so much for joining me. I I look forward to different opportunities. Maybe we can collab on something else. You know, we can we can talk further. But I just yeah. really appreciate you being here with me in this moment. For sure, for sure. Thank you for having me. Much success to you. I hope you stay consistent, and I hope you just keep um following through. Following absolutely, through. absolutely. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Ebony. Yeah. I'll see you later. Okay. All right. Take care. Bye.